Hi, and welcome to the Fab Collective Podcast. I am your host, Fab Channer, and this is a space where we will be keeping it real, fresh, and so fabulous. I'm so glad you're here, so let's dive in. Today we have Nicole joining us again. I'm so excited. Um, Nicole joined us on the special episodes of I Still Can't Breathe and shared really great perspectives there. And now she's coming back for one of my favorite topics, and that is around sex. So welcome back, Nicole. Hello. I'm going to get you to say, say that with your chest. Sex. <laughs> sex. <laughs> sex. <laughs> Yes, I like I and people are like, oh, my God, are you a pervert? And we're going to get all the way into it. But sex is this something and like sexuality, human sexual behavior is something I've been fascinated with since I was like, oh, my God, like a young child. And of mm. course, when I was younger, I was like, oh, am I a pervert? But, yep. you know, learning more about the traumas that I had, I really understand why I wanted like why I had that curiosity, like the more I learn about trauma, the more I am like, oh, it's because I actually wanted to figure out what real mm. was sexual trauma. So mm. we're, we're going in. So yeah, would you like to tell everyone a little bit more about yourself in case they missed the first the first round of you being on the on the on the podcast? Absolutely. Um, so like Fab said, I'm Nicole Broadhurst. I'm a registered acupuncturist and traditional Chinese medical doctor uh, treating out of Sherwood Park, Alberta and surrounding area. Um, and I work with and in the realm of sexual and reproductive medicine. So I work with a lot of fertility and conception, but also in the realm of sex and sexuality and intimacy as well, too. Mm-hmm. yes you do yeah yes, and also do. been so fascinated with human sexuality since as long as i can remember too so mm-hmm. i feel you on that one yeah man it's just it's one of the things that we kind of learn the basics and from an anatomy and like biology standpoint mm. um but especially with me i grew up in a very orthodox style christian home where it's just like no like sex is for reproduction and that's about it So as I grew up and I kind of redefined spirituality for me and my personal connection in that way, it's like, okay. And it's not, you know, it's not a bad word. It's not something to be afraid of. It's how we all got here. And it's, there's so many layers to it. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I've been waiting to talk about this on the podcast and I'll give a disclaimer. So Mm -hmm. we like to the audience, there's lots to talk about here. (laughs) Like lots. We have half an hour today, so we are going to start, like, mm-hmm. we're going to take a little crack at Pandora's box, but Nicole will be back. Like, we have lots to get into, and again, I always encourage people um, to submit questions, and again, you can submit them um, anonymously. If you don't want to do it th- via voice messages, you can definitely submit them other ways and just say, please don't share my name because this affects every aspect of our life. Mm-hmm. And even that statement, people be like, what do you mean? I'm like, oh, we're about to tell you. So yeah, I have only one question and mm-hmm. we'll like expand on it. So the one question I have for today's episode is personally, I am of the opinion that there is a strong, like strong disconnect in our society when it comes to sex sexuality sensuality and intimacy 
So I've always said, and I continue to say, I feel that we are oversexed, but we lack connection. So Nicole, can you share some insights around this and some of the root causes contributing to this? Yeah, absolutely. And my goodness, I share that same belief with you too. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, I think sex is like everywhere yet nowhere. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Which is like, yeah. So I think that that was so beautifully worded. Mm. Um, from my understanding, um, and by no means am I an expert on this. I am working with it, navigating through it, learning about it constantly. And Mm -hmm. I would say like, I first started intentionally trying to learn about this, um, from the age of like 16 to 17. And I feel like I have barely scratched the surface. So let's start there first and foremost. Um, but yeah, I do. I 100% agree that I think that we are oversexed and definitely we all lack connection in so many ways. And mm-hmm. we have we have barely scratched the surface on what sex and sexuality can look like, can be used for, um, mm-hmm. can do and how we can um, like connect with it. Mm-hmm. And Uh, yeah, I think a huge root cause and the unfortunate thing is, is lack of education and, and just general, um, like connection and conversation about it. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that the biggest thing that I've noticed is, so when people tend to like get a hold of sex and sexuality in general, we usually tend to do one of two things with it. We either tend to completely control it and, like we deem it bad therefore it needs to be like tamed maintained um Mm -hmm. controlled controlled or complete liberation with it where it's like everything to do with sex and sexuality is like is good and it should be like liberated and and we should like be totally free with it and to be 100 Mm percent honest i don't think either is right Mm -hmm. um i think that there's like pieces of of both that are 100 percent valid but Mm -hmm. yeah i think that a, a huge huge Uh, contributing factor as to why there is so much disconnect Mm -hmm. and like lack of understanding and and so much pain that goes uh, that happens with it is just lack of conversation and lack of education around it um Mm -hmm. i think i i think so everybody's on a really huge like porn topic right now like porn is is a huge um conversation that is kind of blown wide open which i think is really really great and Mm -hmm. Uh, I used to not really talk about it. And then I was like, I fought really hard for it. And then, and then now I, I don't really know about it, but I, Mm -hmm. the way that I view it now is I think it's, it's literally the biggest industry in the world. So like us, us getting rid of it completely. I, I think that that's a misguided, um, use of use of our energy i think that we have to look at it like okay why is it the the biggest industry in the world Mm -hmm. and what is it doing Mm -hmm. and the unfortunate thing is and because i do think that it does cause a lot of pain but the unfortunate thing is is it is our education system um Mm. especially at a very very young age and so Mm -hmm. i i don't think that the topic of getting rid of porn right now is what we need to be doing. I think we need to understand why it is so like prevalent. Mm. Um, and then if we can understand that, then we can understand like, okay, so then if we are able to give ourselves and also our youth and like younger generations that 
which yeah. they're trying to seek consciously or subconsciously from it, then mm-hmm. we can start to heal it essentially. Um, mm-hmm. And like, I don't, I literally, I got zero sex education growing up. I there's <laughs> literally like, same like from reproduction to actual like intimacy, sex, sexuality, anything oh that I've ever learned was from personal experience, pain, and because mm-hmm. I actively started researching things like the Same. the only birth, the only sex education I got when I was younger is I remember my grandpa telling me when I was very young, he said, um, best form of birth control is put a quarter between your knees and never let it drop. So it's like, <laughs> and like everybody has that story, right? Like everybody yeah. has that story where it's like they either went to a Catholic school or like their parents were like, and, and it's also too, um, our sex education, even if we do get it, it's very mm-hmm. abstinence-based and it's also mm-hmm. like very like anti-STI-based as well too. So it's like, okay, Scare. how do we prevent STIs and also how do we prevent pregnancy? So our mm-hmm. first introduction to sex and sexuality in conversation, not necessarily what we first get because I believe that even before we're taught about anything, we we experience and, and we are introduced to sex and sexuality. But our first conversational um introduction to sex and sexuality and our first education is mm. on a foundation of fear mm-hmm. and, and so here's, and here's the thing like mm. i want to touch on two things you said yeah the porn so i always say why is it, you said we need to understand why is it the biggest industry and that's a really good question because mm-hmm. you know there's that over sex conversation we are mm-hmm. attractive it's it's the biggest because we're subscribing we're paying we're downloading like mm-hmm. we need it's like our favorite drug our, us being society mm-hmm. so why is that when it comes to sex ed my god like to your point uh, and i'm not saying there's nothing like of course we want to talk about um, pregnancy prevention and mm-hmm. STI prevention. But even with me in elementary school, there was three entire books in the library and I was in French immersion and they happened to be in French and you better believe that I found them all <laughs> and they would used to be hidden. And they, again, they were very delicate on them, but I just remember being like, feeling like, Oh God, his people would hide the book. Mm. And again, you had to make sure that no one saw you reading that book. So I'd often totally. put that book in another book. I would never check it out from the library. Mm-hmm. But I'd go in my little corner, like, you know, where, like, the encyclopedias were. So, like, the least visited part of the library. Yep. And I would just be in there because I'm like, I am so fascinated. But then, of course, when trauma was happening, I'm like, oh, maybe the trauma is happening because I'm so fascinated with sex. Mm. You know what I mean? So like it was like, like this, is your, this is your discipline. This is your consequence. Yes. It's mm. just like, oh, you're obsessed with sex. So now you're going to get punished because you're so yep. fascinated. But I honestly feel that we are obsessed. You know what I mean? Like, yes. We, that's how we're all here. And I say that because sometimes we forget that. Yes. And I know sometimes people, I remember when I realized that my parents had to have sex to bring me here, I almost puked in my mouth. But now I'm like an older person, but I was like, ew. And I said, ew, because I didn't understand, again, the fullness of what sex really is. So totally. it's just like, really, guys? Like, it's just, and the way the school system, like, approaching from a place of fear, mm-hmm. we wonder why, especially as females, like, and I think men, like, there's a whole category for men as well. But mm, we yeah. as human beings as, and as females, we carry such shame around it because look at how we're taught. Totally. 
Yeah. Yeah. And like yeah. I so I, I wrote an article for YEG Fitness about this actually actually and I called it Generation Sex. Mm-hmm. Um and that is one thing that I've found super, super interesting that like we do as cultures, as societies, like everything in every single culture you ever go to in the entire world, there are traditions, there are learnings, there are like elders passing things on. Um, uh-huh. We also too, like we learn from our children so frequently, like I work with a lot of fertility and I'm constantly telling people like, look at the children around you. Like, what can you learn from them? What are they trying mm. to teach you? <clears throat> yeah. So we're constantly passing so much knowledge between generations, but for some reason, sex is one thing that we don't mm-hmm. like. Nobody wants to talk, like think about their parents having sex, let alone talk yeah. to them about sex. Yeah. And especially too, like parents talking to their kids about sex They're It's like such a, they're like, I don't want it to be awkward, but yet I like think I have to talk to them about it. Like, it's just, it's this, like, it's this thing that keeps getting cut off and like kept to each generation. But Mm. if you think about it, like how much learning happens through experience with all of this, just be like, that's truly one of our only ways to really learn is just kind of like through experience. And if we like intentionally do like take these opportunities for learning and so like how 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 much pain could we potentially avoid if we did just start like having conversations like between generations and stuff too um but yeah in terms of like sex and sexuality is is filled with so much shame Mm. and I truly truly do believe that's why so many of the um, so-called negative or like demonized, um, Mm. pieces of sexuality, like why they are there Mm. because so Jaya Ma, she's, um, a somatic sexologist. She's, she's super interesting. She came up with the erotic blueprints, which I think is, is super fascinating. Mm -hmm. Um, but she basically said that she was talking in terms of specific fetishes or things that, um, people use for arousal or like Mm -hmm. things that arouse people is Mm -hmm. if, if we have an arousal point at one, at, at one time and we Mm -hmm. feel a lot of shame around it, or if we are just feel very shameful about our sexuality or how we go about it, Mm -hmm. what happens is it creates this like neuroses. So Mm -hmm. you become fixated on it and, and, and the more shame you feel, feel about it, the more neurotic you get about it. And it starts Mm. to create this like groove. And then, and then you have to keep using that. Like it keeps showing up Yeah, and it, and it ends up then becoming your only pathway for pleasure. So that's why I, I truly believe so much like pain happens in the realm of sexuality and, mm-hmm. and in, in humanity from sex and sexuality. Mm-hmm. And also I think why like the porn thing is too, is because like we, we feel so shameful about the things that we find arousing or the things mm-hmm. that we even just like think about. Um, and, and sometimes truly, like, even if you think about something once, mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean that like there's a super deeper meaning to it at that moment. But mm-hmm. then when you feel super shameful about it, then you just, yeah. it becomes this like bigger thing and it just creates so much pain. So yeah, 100%. I think there's so much shame filled in this area. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I tell my clients this all the time that typically for women, 
in society, we're, we're given more permission to access our emotions, but mm. not our sexuality. Yes. So a lot of the times what we have to do is we have to access our emotions first and use that as a gateway then to access our sex or, and our sexuality yeah. because like that's like our safe route we have to go like emotions first and then sex yeah. so that's why you hear women frequently saying like i i need to i need to feel something first or i need to feel yeah. like cared for i need to be like seduced i need to like whatever mm-hmm. and a lot of times for men in society it's it's been an area for them where if they access or express or experience their sexuality, that's, that's kind of relatively okay for them. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas accessing their emotions is not. So typically mm-hmm. what men have to do is access their sexuality and mm-hmm. use that as their gateway to access their emotionality. Mm-hmm. So it, for them, it goes sexuality and then emotions and vulnerability. Whereas which, for women, it's the opposite. Which for me Mm-hmm. Like every, and I know we've heard it, you know, there's studies that how, and I'm not arguing, you know, how men and women, we are obviously different physiologically and in terms of arousal, but big, but <laughs> like the psychology of sex and the psychology mm. of like living always fascinates me. And yep. it's interesting that for both men and women, we have been conditioned to separate emotion from sex when sex mm. is literally emotion. Like when a man and a woman is aroused, when Mm -hmm. you are flirting with someone, Mm -hmm. that dopamine doesn't come out of nowhere. Mm There is an emotional connection that is happening, whether it's a stranger or a loved one. So it's just Mm -hmm. frustrating. And I like, I don't know the stats on it, but if you go back into time, like emotion and sex, like for men, again, it's sex and emotion for women. It's like have the emotion, then the sex, but never together. Mm -hmm always separate and we wonder why we're sexually starving a hundred percent we then feel like oh like with woman you're too emotional so i can't have sex with you and Mm. if it's a man it's just like oh you better not show your feelings bang yeah totally and i i I noticed this a lot with um any type of like erectile difficulties or like Mm -hmm. performance issues (laughs) it is i would say a significant amount of the time Mm -hmm. it ends up being a psychological and an emotional component as opposed to like an actual physical um issue so like a hormonal imbalance or like Mm -hmm. high blood pressure or structural issues things like that Mm -hmm. um yeah i i I oftentimes find that it's it's a it's an emotional component and there's so many reasons for that Mm -hmm. as well too but even like with women there's literally um like they they call it like the cuddle hormone yeah. When a, a woman um, like like physically connects with a person, we like mm-hmm. release a hormone that actually like connects us to that person. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like how how frequently like as women like or girls like growing up, mm-hmm. was it like so shameful to be like needy or clingy or to like yeah. like someone a lot? You know what I mean? So then we, mm-hmm. we, we train that out of ourselves in order to just be able to have like the slightest bit of connection that we can like hold on to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's super interesting because in China, so in Chinese medicine, um, our, our kidney organ system Mm -hmm. is, is one of the most important organ systems in terms of our reproductive um, Mm -hmm. cycles and our sexuality and also just like our reproductive system. Mm -hmm. 
And there's emotions that are um, like linked with each organ system. Yeah. And with our kidney organ system, the biggest emotion attached to it is fear. Mm-hmm. And and what's the antidote to fear? It's courage. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, all of this takes a lot of courage. It, it takes courage to be vulnerable. It takes courage to um, say, say no when you know that like um, a connection is not actually quite right for you. Um, mm-hmm. So you kind of like step away from it or say no to it. Um, it, like it, it just, all of this, it takes so much courage, right? Yeah. And I'd also mm. expand on that. Like I have my therapist on where we talk about fear of the great paralyzer and then we have a back, uh, follow-up to that. And yeah, I, as, I saw that one. As you know, I've talked to you at length about like, I, I consider have very lucky myself, very lucky. Cause I have like my therapist and like what I call like my squad, like my wellness squad. Yeah. And you're a part of that. But like, when I hear things like courage, I also see like an- the antidote to fear is also love. And again, mm. that deep sense of self-love and love for others is what's going to hopefully be that catalyst for you to step outside that fear zone. Mm-hmm. And from the swallowing, like when you're talking about swallowing and, and sorry, cuddling, I mm. immediately thought of swaddling because mm. what is always recommended for children, whether you're a boy or a girl? swaddling yeah skin to to skin skin, but then it's trained out of us oh (sighs) don't you dare and the amount of men that i have dated were like literally in their most intimate moments like they want to be cuddled but they would never ever ever tell people that totally and like why can't men admit that they like cuddles too i swear to i remember like this is like when i was in my 20s and i'm like again of course when you're in the 20s sex (laughs) is just for sex and like this on the next thing and i was like Oh, you actually like, like literally, I'm sure like you've got, like, we're literally, I would get texts me like, Hey, do you want to cuddle? And I thought that was like some secret code, Mm -hmm. but literally he wanted to cuddle. And I was like, am I missing something here? Because I was told that dudes don't do that. And I'm over emotional for asking for it. So what's actually happening here? 100%. I think, I think men and and boys and like male identifiers just in general Mm -hmm. have been wildly misunderstood when it comes Mm -hmm. to when it comes to sex when it comes to vulnerability when it comes to emotions when it comes to just themselves in general Mm -hmm. and 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 I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's for like a, that topic's for a different day. I was going to oh, talk girl, about we patriarchy. Have, but- <laughs> we have so much. And I'm no. literally, I'm like, ooh, like yeah. there's certain things where I'm like, oh gosh. Because this, and this but is a no, thing though. It my all goodness. interconnects. All 100%. And they're human at the end of the day too. What do you talk mm-hmm. Like, what do you mean? They have gone through, they have gone through all of their own heartbreaks. They have gone through all of their own trauma, childhood, mm-hmm. adult. Like they've gone through all of, like, they've gone through shit too. And what mm-hmm. you, you cannot tell me that any human on this earth does not require love and connection at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. 100%. So yeah, it is. Yeah. I think that that's a really super unfortunate thing um, mm-hmm. that we've been fed men and women, non-binary, like whatever you like as humans, we have been fed this thing mm-hmm. that um, yeah, that like, men are emotionless women Mm -hmm. are emotional Mm -hmm. and and that means something Mm -hmm. and the problem and again this is a whole other topic and i'll touch Mm. on it lightly in that same vein so a or first thing you know men as you said that they have gone through we all experience life and as we know life Mm -hmm. is not always rainbows Mm -hmm. and 
when things are challenged, I'm, I will never forget this. I was in um, high school, like my last year of high school, and it was showing the suicide rates against married women, married men, single men, single women. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're told to rate the suicide, like who was like highest to lowest mm-hmm. and the highest rates were amongst single men. And I wasn't surprised, yeah. but a lot of people were. Mm-hmm. And I remember my sociology teacher saying, listen, with men, like when a woman traditionally and not traditionally, but it's socially acceptable, as you've mentioned, for women to have go to their girlfriend's house, ha- house have a glass of wine, eat an entire cheesecake and cry it out. Mm-hmm. A man, you're told to go through like if a man and a woman break up. Mm. heartbreak affects both sides of it but for Mm -hmm. a man keep your mouth shut and keep it moving or find someone else to like Mm -hmm. i'll 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 say what i want to say like fuck away your feelings Mm -hmm. that's usually what is told right so i'm like it's so like for me i'm all pro like female i love being a woman and there's a whole discussion against the female side of things but i think with men as you're saying, like traditionally with the patriarch, with so many different contributing factors, it's like they're just told to deal with it and then find find something to screw to get over it. Totally. And <sighs> honestly, I don't even know if I would fully put that on men because I know multiple women yeah. that have like fucked away their feelings, myself included. I have yeah. to honestly like be 100 percent honest about like mm-hmm. it, it is like a. Yeah, there's a lot of it's like people that, that get really like left left behind. Um, in yeah, in yeah, it um, <laughs> hashtag fuck away your feelings. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's um, yeah, they definitely they they suffer. Like men, mm-hmm. men truly, really do suffer, and that mm-hmm. has been like one of my biggest learnings too. Because I had all of the same belief systems. Mm-hmm. I was like, I thought the one of the biggest quotes that I've heard in a really long time that really hit me. Mm-hmm. Um, this lady said she's a psychologist and I can, and I cannot for the life of me remember her name. So I really apologize for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but she said, I used to think that men either didn't care what I needed or actively withheld what I needed. Mm-hmm. Now I understand that they cared deeply. Mm-hmm. It's just my, my job to figure out how to, how to translate to them what I need because mm-hmm. they actually care deeply. Mm-hmm. They just are like lost in the sauce sometimes. Like they yeah. just get, yeah. Sometimes girl. Sometimes. And I used to totally <laughs> believe that, that I was like, Oh, they just yeah. either don't care or they mm-hmm. know and they actively withhold it. Mm-mm. So of course, like how else would I think of men? Other and than that's being like, yeah. How, how are women portrayed and how are men portrayed? It's like, Oh, mm-hmm. women are impossible to figure out. Don't even try. And how are men portrayed? They don't give a shit. Yeah. That is a perfect storm of disconnect. And like, totally. I like, we will and continue to talk about this. The last thing I kind of wanted to touch on was around mm-hmm. sexual energy, because mm. when we talk about sex, of course, people are automatically going to think of the act of sex, mm-hmm. like penetrative sex. Yep. But there's something very, something that's not often talked about. And I talk about this often sexual mm-hmm. energy. So I know, like, for women, because we are magical, we're incredible. Mm. I talk to my female friends. I'm just like in the shame releasing and the trauma healing, mm-hmm. you know, I have learned and I'm just so passionate about sharing with my female friends. Like our sexual energy is kinetic. It's not just tied into, you know, reproductive health, like creating another human being. It's not just tied into the act of sex, but that is an oh. energy we both ha- like men and women have. 
But I, I saw it. I was watching a talk on this by a sexual therapist and a psychologist, like a sexual specific psychologist and science where they were talking about the power of sexual energy. Like when you are in that pocket, as we'll call it, like mm. things are, it's almost like the law of attraction. Like you have more confidence. Like think about what's when someone is having a great sexual experience, there is incredible different feelings that are coming up. Like you're like, mm-hmm. Oh my God, I look amazing. I feel amazing. I feel like in love. Like there's so many different things. So taking that energy, like that energy exists within like exists within us, mm-hmm. even with not do- having sex. Yep. But again, because we don't talk about sex, we don't talk about it. We don't talk about anything else. A lot of people don't tap into that. Mm-hmm. And again, it's that same thing. Like sexual energy intimacy is not just in like you can have I have you know intimate conversations with very dear friends Mm -hmm. you're channeling that same part so it's like Mm -hmm. that's something I want us definitely to expand on because people like oh sex you mean like you know having sex no it's Mm -hmm. that plus there's so like this world is so much bigger Mm -hmm. than we're taught 100% I honestly truly believe that the physical act of sex mm. is is our our tangible example or our tangible way to access or to understand sexual energy as a whole because like sexual mm-hmm. energy is i mean if even if you just like look at the basis of tantra Mm-hmm. that yes 100% of course there's this like physical sexual aspect to it but it's not that's 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 like the tip of the iceberg of the whole picture. Yeah. So like when you're creating a piece of art, that's mm-hmm. that requires sexual energy. When you yeah. are when you are transforming a part of your relationship with your partner, that requires sexual energy. Mm-hmm. When you are building something, whether it's something with your hands, whether it's a business, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a child, whatever mm-hmm. it is, that is mm-hmm. sexual energy. Mhm. When you are like literally whenever you are creating anything mm-hmm. that requires sexual energy and that's you accessing sexual energy. And yep. that that truly honestly just like at the at the most basic form is like you being in flow with life. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, th- that yeah. landed. That's like a tweet moment. Mm. Like that just landed. <laughs> because it just makes me so happy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it makes me happy, but I'm also like I just want people to know more about this because Mm. we're so like we're so disconnected and I speak about this passionately because again like I've experienced sexual trauma I experienced a lot of sexual trauma by a lot of different individuals yeah but you know hurt people hurt people and again that's just like a Mm -hmm. not a blanket saying but that again is tip of the iceberg with that one Mm -hmm. but what any type of trauma is meant to do usually is to take away and mm-hmm. to rob you from these things. And there just came a point in my life where I'm like, no, mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm done with this owning that part of me. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where I'm like, we're going to talk about this. We're going to break this open. And for some people, I know when I started, even like when I first met you and we started to talk about it, I'm like, this is a stranger. But I just felt like <laughs> the need, because again, you create such a beautiful space. Like you hold space for people where I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to talk about this. But I'm also super scared. But like for some people, it's going to be a little uncomfortable. Some people mm-hmm. might get five minutes into the to the episode and be like, oh, this is too much. 
Mm -hmm. Um, and I get it like to this day, like I haven't had conversations about sex with my mother to this day and I'm Mm. 38, you know what I mean? And that's out of respect for her. She's Mm -hmm. a different generation, but this is about, again, educating, sharing, informing, and just creating that space because I've been there and that's, that's what kind of fuels this for me. Right. Cause I've Mm -hmm. been there. I've been like, I'm embarrassed. I'm ashamed. And I, and I just settle. I'm like, okay, well, this is just how I am. This is how it's going to be this is what my life's going to be the end, but that's not it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah, it's, and, and one thing that I really truly do like want people to understand because this was such a huge learning for me. Mm -hmm. And I think it ties into as well, like how you were saying that it's all like, intimacy sexuality like sexual energy is so much more than just like penetrative sex yeah and i feel like that was my biggest learning too because i i i feel like we're very libido based oh yeah so which is like very goal oriented right Mm -hmm. so it's like if if we're either having sex too much or we're not having enough it we're like panicked yeah. either way yeah um and especially when it comes to like not having enough sex especially when like when we're in a relationship and and every single relationship goes through ebbs and flows it's it goes through phases of like of complete um like being super full and then also periods of total eclipses too right Mm -hmm. and and i used to really fight to make those total eclipses not happen in people's relationships or my own relationships but Mm. what i've started to understand is just because you may not physically be having sex does Mm -hmm. not mean that you are not accessing or connected to your sexual energy and i and i just want people to understand that for the time being uh-huh. don't focus so much on how how little or how much you're having sex try and see what other areas in your life can you potentially recreate a, the, the same feeling of of uh-huh. like true intimacy or like feeling like you've accessed or stood in your sexual energy or you've 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 been in flow with it try and see what area other areas of your life um you you're able to do that in because I, uh, I promise you so many other areas of your life are, are, are like dying to have you uh-huh. focus that, that energy into it, as opposed to just trying to have physical sex more. That is an applause girl. I, I literally, if I don't want to deafen people, but I want to like mm. yell and scream. <laughs> that is again, another bing, And that's, that might be a light bulb moment for people. Right. Because yeah the same way that we're sexually starved, like over sex under intimate, mm-hmm. there are parts of our being that are also sexually starved mm-hmm. because we are, we are only connected to libido because we only connect it yeah. to sex. We only connect it to how, you know, the opposite sex or someone that we desire, mm-hmm. you know, their opinions of us. And that, that becomes our opinions of ourselves. Like we connected so much to that mm-hmm. and there's so much more. It's that creative. It's that, you know, producing birthing, like what are you birthing in your life? That's not, like we birth things all the time that are not mm. actual human beings. Right. Yep. So I'm going to stop myself right there because I yes. really, I, I'm just like, I'm about to open another can, <laughs> but we are going to pause. Okay. Because again, I I'm very proud of us because I, like there was so many times, like I've been power typing. Cause I'm like, Oh gosh, like there's just so much to this. And I'm glad that we had this first conversation and I'm looking forward to more. Cause I remember one of the first things, like I have pages mm. of episode notes 
I would say uh, one page and a half is around sexuality. Like that was one、Ooh. of my biggest, not biggest, but you know, when it comes to wellness and like、mm. living our best life, as Oprah says, like <laughs> sexuality is huge. Yeah, and as it should be. <laughs> Absolutely. And again, yeah, I want to remind people: this is how we're here. Like that's、uh-huh. how powerful sex is. Like it creates human beings. Yeah, like mic drop, right? So.、Yeah. Nicole, thank you, honey, for、oh, coming again to share all your wisdom. Thank、it's、you.、Like、God being in the、you. treatment, it's like being in the treatment room, but now, like you know, for everyone to hear. <laughs> thank、um, you so much. You, can you share with the audience your social media again if they want to get, or not if they, when they want to、uh, give you a follow on your social media? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.、Um, so on Instagram, you can find me at at Dr. Nicole Broadhurst, and my website. Is www.drnicolebroadhurst.com. Yes, it is. I follow you.、Yeah. <laughs> um, as always, if any of the audience has questions, as I said before, you can submit them via voice messages or DM. If you want to keep it anonymous, just let me know, and I will absolutely not include names. But again, for some people that want their questions, because they submit them via voice messages, it will、mm-hmm. be played on the show that we can answer right away. That will be fun. It'll be like you know,、um, what is it? The Sunday Night Sex Show with Sue Johansson. Oh my gosh, she、um, is my life here. She's literally love.、Oh, if love. I could literally have her career, that is what I truly want in life. She's amazing. <laughs> She's, She's amazing. That was my sex education at like twenty three. Like yeah. yes, Sunday night. Yep.、Um, as always, <laughs> listeners can stay up to date on new episodes by subscribing. Again, we're available everywhere now, so you can you can subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast, and of course via social media at the Fab Collective. On Instagram and Fab Channer on Twitter. Also, don't forget to like or share this podcast, and of course, like, follow, and share Nicole's platform as well. We'll have this episode on both of our platforms. As always, everyone, thank you for tuning in. We are just getting started when it comes to talking about sex, sexuality, intimacy, and every other aspect and descriptor that it ties in with sex. So we are not done yet. I cannot wait. To continue this discussion, I'm so happy you guys joined us, and we will see you on the next episode. Bye.